When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. Hello mate. How are you? (laughs) It kind of currently feels like it's about, it's like 1996 and I'm operating as a teenager without a phone because my bloody phone got stolen on Sunday in King's Cross. Can you believe it? No, that's so awful. I, I didn't even see it. I did not even see it coming. It was so weird. I was walking down the street. I'd just been to Barry's. I was on my way to King's Cross to pick up the kid kids and Dozza obviously at the end of like the four day yes you know session on my own in London had a brilliant time I was like I've nailed this I haven't got a hangover I've done my exercise and then there was this guy that came I could see him or hear him behind me and I was sort of dragging my bags and then he moved around in front of me and then he stopped really suddenly and then I noticed this other guy behind me and before I knew it I think he must have just had his hand in my bag that was on my suitcase like I can't quite figure it out I've like repaid it about a billion times anyway my phone wasn't there when I got to bloody King's Cross it had gone so goodbye telephone it makes me so cross that people think they can just take other people's stuff like I just don't get it but Uh, I just I just I just feel like people are so desperate at the moment and there's you know I'm hearing a lot of it actually going on at the moment like my friend Nana she got her phone nicked she got punched in the side of (gasps) of of her head and they like went off on bikes she chased after them she called the police um yeah in fact she must can't have called the police the police must have just been there and she was like they've got my phone anyway half an hour later she got a bloody phone back Did so she, she oh, said that's good that, that never ever have i won't get my phone back but i am yeah. getting a new phone and it's arriving tomorrow yay, <laughs> yay! every cloud every <laughs> although i did i did think oh the first thing that went through my head was have I backed up my phone? Like, you know, when you're oh, not tech yeah. savvy like myself, I, I'm hoping that I've done it. Uh, I, it do, I think it does it automatically, doesn't oh, it? I was hoping you were going to say that. Mate, I how are you? I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm actually slightly worse for wear today. Um, <laughs> I spoke to you, didn't I, after you'd had your phone stolen. I don't think I could really even string a sentence. You're like, I've had a couple of bottles of rice. <laughs> <right." I was laughs> Yes. Oh, don't. We we were celebrating Axel's birthday again yesterday. Yeah. Um, and my family, we just sort of get a bit carried away, like all the time. It's not even like we don't see each other a lot. We see each other a lot. And, really nice. Um, yeah. There's because it's you know like my cousins have got girlfriends and there's you know there's more of us now. Um, and it's just there's more of us who like drinking rosé now. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, we all just get a bit carried away. I don't actually even remember how 
getting home or anything. George, George, um, just to break it down to anyone that's listening, George's family loves spending time together. It's actually yeah. really, really nice. And you get together as much as you can, but every single time they get together, it's almost like a bit of a wedding. Yeah, it's like, it's, oh, in the garden, get the gazebo up, let's get the champagne out. It's, yeah, it is, it is, it really is like that. We all just get too excited, too carried away. But um, yeah, and then I had to drive down to Whitstable. Luckily, without the kids, my mum and dad brought um, Axel and Gigi down on the train. So luckily I was on my own otherwise that would be horrendous (laughs) um but yeah so we're just in Whitstable for a few days that's gonna Um, be lovely are you by the beach yeah well we're like two roads back or whatever so we're really close to like all the restaurants and things like that so we're just gonna have a nice chilled well chilled as you can with kids um couple of days um not really no no plans just lovely about do you know what's so nice about the the staycation as well because obviously there's like a large proportion of us that are deciding that we don't want to go away on holiday slash there isn't anywhere that we can go now because of all the quarantine that's been put in place so getting like a bit of good old-fashioned British or Scottish fun you know just on the beach like the kids had an incredible time in Longnidri which is up near Edinburgh yeah even though the weather was kind of you know a bit iffy they were just on the beach sand castles you know bucket and spade ice cream fish and chips just having the best time of their lives crabbing like Luna was like I can't be crab and I was like oh did you put it back and she was like yes did I promise um you know that's all they need yeah and do do you know what's really nice as well like actually not having to worry about packing all the stuff into suitcases like today I literally just loaded up the car I could take scooters bikes you know just all of that kind of stuff not having to worry about you know going through the airport it is you know you'll know this as well Zoe like we get such a short window to go away usually that it's always to the you know it's always to a beach somewhere far away or whatever because we feel like we have to make the most out of it but actually like just coming down here is lovely it's lovely Um, only took me like you know just over an hour to get here it's great it's really nice and I hope you know we all sort of get to know where we live a bit better yeah and we're looking forward to your review of Whitstable Georgia yes in the next few days (laughs) I'll know all of the best places to drink rosé because my mum's here in fact I went downstairs earlier and the fridge has got no food in it but it has got lots of different types of rosé that she bought from Majestic so, oh yeah. my god that's we why we love your mum well look we are obviously having a chat about um travel but the person yes. that we're talking to today will be saying no 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 no. everybody still needs to get on a plane because I'm gonna fly you to your destination yes so today we're going to be chatting to our first ever female pilot on the podcast um she is currently kind of grounded because she's got her first baby on board uh due in November she's got a massive following on Instagram 557,000 followers Georgia who are we chatting to today we are chatting to pilot Maria So I think Georgia and I can hand on heart safely say that this is the first time ever that we have spoken to a female pilot before on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, an, an actual, like, kick-ass female pilot um, who uh, who is kind of... Uh, both of us have heard lots about before but haven't actually met in person, so let's get into the chat today. We're chatting to Pilot Maria. Hello. 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 Welcome. <laughs> I should say, obviously, in my intro as well, that you are actually seven and a half months pregnant. Is that right? That's correct. Uh, eight weeks something, so, yeah. Oh, and how has it been? It's particularly how has it been during lockdown? It's been, it's been all right. Uh, I would wish for it to not be lockdown, obviously, so I could share it with my family. They 
none of them are living in the UK. But apart from that, it's been it's been all right. Now, let, let's just go back to the moment that you kind of told your employers, because can you just give us a little bit of a background as to like who you fly for and I guess how you got into aviation? Okay, so I've been in aviation now for about 10 years, I think it is. Yeah, I started my training in 2010 and I started flying for Ryanair in 2014. So I've been with them for about six and a half years. And uh, I found out that I was pregnant in March and I was thinking first that I could fly for maybe a little bit uh, in the beginning of the pregnancy. It was all going very smoothly. I didn't have any morning sickness or anything. But then Corona happened and I did just not want to take the risks. I thought, okay, even if I was only, I think, seven weeks pregnant or something when I told them, I thought, okay, I don't want to risk flying in Corona with the pregnancy and everything. So, yeah. What's the normal practice like when there isn't a pandemic going on and you tell, um, you know, your employer that you're pregnant as a pilot? Is that it? Do you have to stop flying there and then? Yes, that uh, it's depending on what company that you fly for. Some companies let you um, feel it yourself if you're capable of flying or not. Obviously, if you're having throwing up every five minutes, it wouldn't be advisable to sit in front of the controls. But as long as you're feeling fine, some companies do let you fly. Uh, With the company that I fly for, we stop flying as soon as we tell them that we are pregnant. They just don't want to take any risks. Um, And then depending what the situation looked like they could give you some office work in the meantime but during this pandemic the whole office work and everything has just been cut down so for me it's basically been been at home since that time. Uh, Maria like we, we obviously we want to talk to you about what it's like obviously being pregnant and you know flying and all that kind of stuff but actually I want to sort of go back a bit because before before baby before before being pregnant you have been a pilot like you said for about 10 years you've got a massive Instagram following so can we kind of talk about how that profile came about and what it's like being a female pilot in I guess what is quite a male predominant industry yeah so we are about four to six percent female pilots in the world and and I think me Growing up and being Swedish, it's not such a thing that are a guy's jobs and a woman's jobs. So right. for me, I never really thought about it to be anything different. I was lucky to have other girls in my class during aviation training as well. Um, so I started flying and my first base, uh, we get designated a base that we fly from, was Palermo in Sicily so I lived there for about two and a half years and oh, during lovely. that time <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's an absolute beautiful place uh, but it was quite hard to communicate with everyone back home because uh, yeah. it, it did take a few flights to get to and from uh, Palermo and Gothenburg that I'm from uh, so I just started sharing my journey on Instagram I thought okay I'm gonna put some pictures up here and then everyone is interested you can just go and look there and I will do it like a diary and then I started learning how to use hashtags and I found out that there's tons of other aviation accounts and it's kind of just grew from there wow and so so you used it as sort of a platform to try and keep in touch with like your family and friends yes and then it just grew from there and now is it you know is your aim to inspire other women to go into the industry? I would love to do that. Even 
if I only inspire one, that means that we will get that percentage of four to five percent of female pilots up just a tiny bit. And uh, that for me would be a victory. Why do you think there aren't that many female pilots globally? I think from the beginning, I think it's been because of the stereotype. And me, for example, if I if you picture a pilot, if you ask a child to draw a pilot, they will probably put a male figure with a thick moustache and someone who's definitely not a, a young girl or a woman. And uh, I think it just gets imprinted when you're young that being a pilot is nothing for me. And if we can just change that. So, so Instagram got both young and older um, audience. So I think if young girls can see that we are a lot of female pilots actually on Instagram, they could know that it's an option for them also. Do you think, um, you know, the people, you know, women don't necessarily go into the business because they don't think that it's suitable for when you have a family or like, as you say, when you get pregnant, you have to stop. And then I guess having to travel a lot when you've got a family isn't the easiest thing to do. Yeah. And there are a lot of different things you can do for that. Obviously, in the beginning, it's quite tough to get that first job. So you might have to move somewhere else yeah Uh, but as for now my schedule when I work full-time I fly for five days and we never go out of um, to sleep in a hotel for example we always come back to our home base so it's very rare that they would send us somewhere else and if they would they would normally give us well notice in advance so normally it's it's like a nine to five job for me just that some days I start really early and some days I finish a bit later uh, but we actually get to come home every day. And so we work five days and then we have four days off. So having a family on that kind of schedule, it actually works yeah, really well. it's lovely. Yeah, yeah, it's more than five because no, most jobs would have you work Monday to Friday and you only get the weekend off. Yeah. But we get four days off. So it's almost like a double weekend. Yeah. Well, why did you decide to get into flying? Do you have any, is, is, was it sort of relatives? that you, did, did your parents fly? What was it? Uh, none in my family is flying commercially. My dad had a private pilot license, meaning he can fly these small airplanes with a little propeller in the front. Yeah. Uh, when he was younger, unfortunately, he let that license go because you need to keep them valid yeah. uh, before my sister and I were born. Uh, so I never flew with him, uh, he as a pilot. But I think somehow he gave me the interest because he would talk about airplanes and just pointed them in the skies. And I remember once we were in Greece... Uh, he took me to the runway. It was in Skiatos, which is quite a specific, uh, special place to land. It's quite difficult. And he would just talk about things like that. And I didn't take notice of it at the time. But later on, when I was 24 and I wanted to decide what I wanted to do with my life, I knew that I loved traveling and I wanted to do something where I could keep traveling. And I thought, pilots, they are actually the ones that take me to my destination all the time so maybe that could be something (laughs) (laughs) and it it just felt so right it was like you know you have a heavy stone over your chest like a brick and you could just take that off put it aside and then just decide okay how am I actually going to make this reality 
Yeah, I mean, wow. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so cheesy, but that's no, it. It sounds absolutely terrifying. Like, I'm going to be honest with you, but both George and I sit behind the wheel of a car sometimes and go, how does this work? If you're sitting in a cockpit and you've got a full plane of passengers, <gasps> oh, does, no. te- like, does it ever go through your head where you go, I actually can't fucking remember what I'm supposed to be doing here? Or is it like clockwork now? Yeah, it's like clockwork. It's like learning how I mean, to You couldn't say the other one, could you? You'd yeah. have to say it's clockwork. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one will be wanting to get on the Ryanair flight. <laughs> but, but are there ever moments of, of like kind of freezing or like you have to really, really think about it or is it you could do this in your sleep now? Yeah, I think um, when when you get to that time we've been flying so much, I have probably about 4,000 hours on the 737, You, which is not a lot compared to people that's been flying for much longer than I have. But of course, you're always going to get new scenarios that you've never been in before but I would always feel ready on how to handle them and we have for everything that's abnormal that could happen in the air we have checklists so it's very if there's something that would go wrong knock on wood we would take a checklist up and they have written out how you're supposed to deal with it like give us an example um let's say that you lose an engine uh, so first you have to that, sounds, that sounds very scary oh god yeah it, it might sound better than if I tell you that the airplane flies perfectly on just one engine yeah right, that sounds okay. good yeah. yeah that is good right so we would have checklists on how we would attempt to restart the other engines and we wouldn't do that by memory we would do that following a checklist that because obviously when you've been put in such a situation you would have more stress on yourself and yeah. it wouldn't be good to do everything how you think it's supposed to do but everything's actually written down for us on how to do it god if only parenthood came with that kind of manual wouldn't that yes, be great I mean, that would be great wouldn't it well think, let me get my checklist out let me get it out and let's just go through it i think um, you have a very good business idea that like choking <laughs> and you can just get the checklist out okay i'm not supposed to do this i'm supposed to do this this is perfect <laughs> um so tell us what your journey was to getting pregnant i know it was you know quite a whirlwind I guess experience Uh, yes so for me I think I've never been the one that's you know how some girls just know from very young age that they want to become a mother yeah Uh, that was never me so I left it quite long and I wasn't really searching for the time to have a family I never looked for a right time Uh, so when I met Thomas it came quite perfect because I mean as women as we are time is going and it has to be done within a a certain time for us and I was quite lucky that he was so ready as he was so he quite early and let me know that he wants to have a family and so we dated for about seven eight months and then we got pregnant after that so it was quite soon but, did, do, do you think you, I mean I guess first of all two questions did you had you already had that conversation with him where you were saying listen I am the age that I'm at so I don't want to mess around here or did you you know become pregnant and then be like well this is a good thing anyway because we're both on the same vibe had the conversation already happened the conversation had already happened I mean there's only one year between the two of us so we're both uh, Thomas 35 and I'm 36 so he I mean he's no stranger to biology he knows how it works so he know that we wouldn't be able to 
do the whole be together for two years, then get married, then get a house. Because by then, that time I would be well past 40 and we wouldn't know if that would be too late. And since it's something that he really, really wanted a kid um, yesterday, if he could choose. Uh, so, it, yeah, it kind of came naturally. And then it was a time in, I think it was in December when I thought I was pregnant and I mentioned it to him and I said, like, well, listen, it, it might be, but I'm not 100% sure. We'll just have to wait and see. And I think after that, because that wasn't a pregnancy, that he, he both he and I realized that we were actually disappointed that it wasn't. And that's how we find out, like, yeah, maybe this is actually something that we, we don't want to wait with for too long. We'll be right back after the short break. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Laura Wright, and I'm here to tell you about my podcast, Music in My Life. In this series, I'm talking to some amazing guests about their favourite pieces of music. We'll be delving into the music they listen to and why it shaped them throughout the years. It's like intense, it made me feel cooler and stronger and harder than I was. But the man on board had had cancer and that's obviously become a big part of my life. I can listen to it now, reminding myself where I've come from. You just completely lost it as we pulled up to the, to the hospital. You can find it wherever you found this podcast. Just search Music In My Life. So welcome back, uh, back to this episode of Made by Mamas. Where were we? It's a really interesting one, isn't it? Because uh, I actually received a little bit of... Um you know, uh, winger, uh, winger fagging, uh, finger wagging, <laughs> try and figure that one out. Um, finger wagging, or at least a little bit of judgment around how quickly I got pregnant with, with Dozza. And, you know, for us, we met in the February and we were already talking about having kids in the June. And then we were pregnant by the December, January. So it was in uh, basically within kind of 11 months of, of being yeah. together. And people were like, oh, you know, how can you feel that way about somebody? And how can you know? And, you know, you haven't spent any time with that person. But I, I really believe that when two people are right for each other, they come together at the right part of their life to yeah. create a child. It happens. And I really don't feel that you have to be together for a certain amount of time to create a life. 
I really yeah. don't, I don't, I just don't agree with it. I think yeah. it's very, very, very old fashioned view of like, oh, we're going to date for four or five years and then we're going to get a house. We might get a dog. It's like sometimes <laughs> two people meet and they just fucking get it on. That's it. Yeah. Exactly. And also, Maria, like you were saying, in terms of like, you know, there is a, there is a time element for women, isn't there? There, there is. And we, we discuss this a lot because it's, we get told for, you know, throughout our whole teen, teen years how not to get pregnant. But nobody mm. actually points out to you that it's, very difficult to get pregnant when you want yeah. to yeah and also that there is there is a time there is a time on it I mean I met my husband when I was really young and we didn't ha- um have Axel until nine years into our relationship yeah, you had almost a reverse didn't you yeah Georgia? but yeah. can you imagine if we met at 35 and then had nine years you no, you couldn't wouldn't have done. we wouldn't have yeah. been able to and I think as you know as as you sort of get up you know get older I think you know more what you want you're in a different part of your different stage of your life aren't you and I think yeah you're right you just you just know <laughs> you just <Exactly>. know and <laughs> <laughs> um, so what did you face you know sort of like Zoe was saying she had some what do you say finger wagging is that what you said Zoe? yeah finger wagging <laughs> I didn't, I didn't think I said yeah. it quite right um was there was there any of that from your family and friends um not that I know about but everyone that we've told we had to kind of tell through FaceTime because yeah. we haven't been able to meet anyone uh, my mom she was absolutely over the moon she was so happy she started mm. crying because she had kind of given up on me uh, my sister she's three years older than I am and she's got three kids and uh, so my, my mom she did have the grandchildren but obviously she wanted me to have kids as well and I've always told her that I wasn't sure if I was ever going to have children or not uh, so she was very happy and why were people saying that to you Maria was that because of your job and lifestyle do you think um yeah and just I think just because I hadn't really showed any interest in it yeah um I was never super cuddly with other children and so I think yeah some sometimes it doesn't come as natural as it does for others. Oh, yeah, but Georgia yeah. and I were not cuddly with other children. Like, we always said that, didn't we? <laughs> no, that, like, yeah. You know, you love your own child unconditionally, but you're, like, sort of sitting on the fence with other people's children. Yeah. Not I now, mean... obviously. Not now. <laughs> no, no, but, but I mean, but with, I didn't... Your pre-children, yeah. pre-children, you're like, well, what's my... What, what, what? You don't know what you're doing. And also, you're single, living a life. Why do you want to hang out with other people's children? Absolutely. Mm. I used to tell my mum all the time, oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to have kids. But that was really just so that she'd get off my back, you know, like, and stop asking me questions about it all the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, anyway. You were in a relationship as well, and then maybe she was expecting it. Exactly. Um, Everyone, as soon more. as you get married, that's it, isn't it? It's the questions. It's like, what, so, what, so when are you going to have kids? When are you going to have kids? And we hadn't even really had that conversation. Yeah. Um, but so obviously you found out you were pregnant in March just at, you know, at the beginning of lockdown, how has yeah. that been for you? You know, you you mentioned before that your family obviously don't live in the UK. Yeah, so it's been, I think it's for everyone else during lockdown, it's been extremely lonely. And because I don't have a big social network here in the UK, I would get part of my social life through work. Like yeah. I would sit with someone and we would chat for, let's say we have an eight hour day ahead and we were sit and talk for eight hours at work but now not being able to fly and not being able to go out and meet any other mama classes or any any classes like that it's just been extremely lonely and 
you kind of want to share the experience because it gets more real to yourself when you get to experience it with other people and you get to share it. Now it's a little bit like, oh, I'm going to go home if I'm be able to fly home to Sweden before I give birth. It's like I'm going to come home with a big belly and that's going to be a shock for everyone because they're not followed the journey before that. Yeah. yeah. And what about even kind of thinking ahead and thinking about the labor, you know, where you're going to be able to have the baby and, you know, what that's going to look like for Thomas being with you? Have you had much direction and much help from the healthcare professionals in the UK? Uh, I think um, the NHS has been super nice on all the scans that I've been on. They've cancelled a lot of scans uh, because of Corona. Um But I had a friend, she had a baby in May and for her it was basically she had the kid and the father was allowed to stay for 30 minutes after birth and then he wasn't allowed to visit anymore. So she was there for a couple of days and then kind of left on her own in the hospital. The the, the nurses and everyone were taking well care of her, but obviously you want to share that with your partner. Yeah. And they limit that a lot. Uh, The earlier scans that we went to, uh, Thomas was not allowed to come with me on. Uh, and it's just first now that he they slowly starts to allow the partner to come on scans, which is because, I mean, it's his pregnancy too. It's his experience as well. It's just as much his baby as it is mine. Yeah. So, of course, he want to see that screen and, you know, hear the little heartbeat and, and all that. And it's just been very sad that he's not been able to experience it with me. He's just been able to see the photos, which, fair enough, they've been very generous in giving you loads of photos just because they know that the partner can't come along. Uh, But it's just not really the same. Have you thought about having a home birth? Um, We were talking briefly about it. Uh, At the moment, I wouldn't be allowed to because they put me in a high-risk group because of some high blood pressure. Uh, But I don't think I would dare it. We we (laughs) did briefly talk about it in the beginning, but like now it's not an option for us. But even if it would become an option for us, I'm like... Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> well, I was hearing this home birth story yesterday, right? It literally blew my mind. Someone yeah. was telling me that she she had her baby. She was in the bath and her husband was there. She, all of her birth, this was her third labour. All of her labours have been at home. And she was literally like calling the midwives going, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely feeling quite like quite dilated. I feel like I need to come in. Um, but I'm just going to get in the bath. I'm just going to stay here for a bit. And they were like, yeah, you know, just just chill out, just relax. Literally 20 minutes later, she was like in the bath and she was like, I have to push now. And the husband was like, okay. And then gave birth in the bath. And then they, she said that they sat there, just my friend telling me, with the baby, with the umbilical cord still attached, with baby on her chest and her husband there with a the towel wrapped around them. And they were just oh on the bathroom gosh. floor for half an hour before the ambulance came. Oh my oh. goodness. Do you know? Um, That's so amazing. It is. Do you know, my, you know, you know Lucy, don't you, Zoe? My yeah. friend. She had her baby at home, um, not last night, the night before. Oh, she had her baby? Yes. Yeah, she had a home birth, and it's quite, you know, quite similar. Uh, very, like, I mean, she's, she's had two you know she's had two babies before and they were both very straightforward but yes yeah, she just had the baby on the floor in her bedroom <laughs> on the floor on the floor in her oh, bedroom yeah. I like, haven't hoovered I can't get on the floor <laughs> in a minute I wouldn't be able to no no me neither of course <laughs> I'm just picturing Thomas in this experience okay he is a veterinary surgeon so he's quite good with the animals and he's used to seeing blood and everything but yeah. I can just no no I don't think I could do that <laughs> Have you got um, any idea of how you want to give birth? Um, I think I want it, I want to, if possible, I'd like to give birth naturally. Uh, But if they end up being a cesarean, that's 
I won't be too disappointed about it, but I yeah. would like to experience giving birth. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not one of these braves that be like, okay, I'm going to have no painkillers whatsoever. Mm-hmm. For me, it would be as soon as I start feeling too much pain, I'd like to have an epidural and just get the yeah. pain away and have it as nice experience as possible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what everyone wants, isn't it? As nice experience as possible. And however yeah. you do that is is the right way to do it it's really interesting as well when you hear different people's birthing stories that's why I love like I can't wait to catch up with you after you've had the baby Maria because everybody feels pain in different ways so for example yeah. like Georgia didn't have time to have an epidural the second time around did you because you no. were just like <laughs> and then the baby just came out um whereas I was like oh I'm dying here please put a needle in my spine um so I I'm like I definitely didn't cope with the pain very well even though I thought I would so yeah it'll be really interesting to see how you go with it and you sound like you're quite fluid with what you want so that's that's great I hope so I used to be absolutely terrified of giving birth if you would have asked me four years ago I would be like no I'm gonna be full anesthetic cesareans and just want to wake up and have the baby <laughs> that's next to what me that's I what used I to think that's what I used, to, I used to think put me to sleep if you can yeah. I'll wake up when it's done yeah isn't it interesting though that you can sit in a cockpit of a plane with like 300 passengers on board and you can fly somewhere but actually you know when it comes to something that's supposed to be like a natural thing yeah. that frightens you because if you shoved us in a plane George and I would be like um, which button do you press do you think um going through the, the stress that you obviously clearly do with your job because you must have to have like you know nerves of steel do you think that's going to help you in motherhood I hope so I hope that the discipline is going to stay and I'm not going to be pushing the limits too much um because I know that would only give me problems probably later on as the kid is growing yeah. um so yeah I hope I hope so we're, <laughs> we're quite timely as pilots we like we because I mean our office is not waiting for us so we have to be on time all the time yeah. and we're working with a time schedule we want to get the passengers at destination in time so I hope that this kind of sense I'm kind quite structured and I like to if I have a schedule I like to stick to it and I hope <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna love a sleep routine <laughs> but you know like I'm probably gonna put the schedule like from the first day I'm gonna start writing like okay I can see a pattern here he seems or she yes. seems to go to sleep like this time I'm gonna see if we can have the same tomorrow and then I mean it's just gonna go out, out the window everything but <laughs> how, how Georgia how intense is it gonna be when Maria's trying to get the baby out the door and it's like yeah. puking shitting um, you have to change the baby again get you know then the pram doesn't go up that time goes out the window Maria yeah I think yeah your timeliness will, will be gone forever <laughs> no, but um you know we sorry to keep going on about your family and your friends not being there but have you thought about um what you're going to do when you've had the baby to sort of find you know a network of mum friends locally um, you know, what, how, have you thought about how you're going to do that? Uh, yes, I've um, actually already started to networking a little bit. Uh, I had it recommended from a friend. It's it's an app that you can use to connect with other mothers to be yeah. or mothers ready. It's called yeah. Peanut. Yeah, we know yes, it. Peanut. We love Peanut. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's so good. And I've talking to several uh, moms to be on there, and it's just been super helpful because. Everyone has questions and everyone has concerns. Everyone has fears. And it's just nice to connect with them. And we would have done more meetups if it wouldn't have been the time that it is this year with Corona. Uh, But hopefully if um, 
they come up with a vaccine or if the situation looks better in the winter, I'm hoping to be able to connect with some of them. And because they haven't had any classes now where you would naturally meet other mothers to be. Um, so this hopefully that could be a way to get a little network of moms and also Maria you live in Essex don't you Georgia lives in Essex you guys can look up I do live in Essex yes (laughs) I would love that yeah Yeah. let's do it she's also got a garage full of stuff Maria that you can have like knock off stuff haven't you G I've got all the gear gear. (laughs) Maria before we say goodbye um we like to ask all of our guests their five favorite parenting products obviously new mum to be um so is there anything that you've you've mentioned peanut but is there anything else that you've kind of got yourself ready to use or any brands that you're kind of looking forward to using I guess um so I I knew that this question was going to come because I've heard your podcast before (laughs) (laughs) taking some notes and I've got um what another app that I'd like to recommend I know it's been recommended before but it's it's really helpful especially if you're planning on getting pregnant and it's the clue app um, oh okay because it will track your cycle so you know even if you not want to get pregnant you can know when you should avoid then having sex uh, yeah. and you could know when your period is going to come on and so on uh, but it's it's a really good app where it tracks your um, period and then it tracks your fertile window and your PMS as well which is good for your partner to know <laughs> when you have your PMS because sometimes I can give Thomas a heads uh that it's yeah. going to be like a, a PMS time. Uh, so the Clue app been really good. I was using it for years before I got pregnant, but it also helped because you know you apparently the egg only survives for six hours. It's so amazing, it's a, yeah. isn't it? Very timely, precise timing that you have to have, and this Clue app would tell you like when you should try with your partner. Then so you can do that plus minus three days. Great, uh, love that. Yeah, and then another one. Um, for Netflix show, it's called Explained, and they have a sex series where they talk about uh, a sex series. Yes, it's Sorry, yeah, now we're talking. This down. Yeah, love that. Excellent. <laughs> it's, it's not sex itself, but it's called Explained Sex, oh. and it has just more with like uh, how how it works getting pregnant. Not how it works getting pregnant, but I mean, it's pretty straightforward, isn't it? Yeah. See, from the back on your back. <laughs> 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 on a stick swing if it's a Saturday night no, no carry like on how, how um, different like um, how the body works okay and it explains yeah all that. and it's it, I found it to be very informative it was it was a really good series actually okay uh, just to understand a little bit uh, like when when you can actually get pregnant and when there's no point what, in what's it called Maria um, explained is explained the, uh, explained yes. and okay. they, they have several different um serious but this one is called sex explained okay, so it's, it has all to do with fertilization and, and all that kind of things cool and uh, what else um in the beginning of my pregnancy when most people experience uh, morning sickness i was drinking a smoothie every morning and once i share this in my story some people say that it shouldn't be recommended in some countries but I had ginger in it and I'm very used to drink ginger so I don't if someone's not used to it maybe don't 
put a lot of ginger in it because apparently it's not recommended in in all oh, countries. Oh, I've never heard that before. Yeah, yeah. in the UK they don't say anything yeah, about it. Yeah, I was going to say you, yeah. you actually use ginger um, to fight against morning sickness in yes. the UK. So oh, you do. Oh, they do. Yeah, yeah. I did a green smoothie every morning with some spinach, ginger, apple juice. Just put all the goodies in there. And I could feel a difference the mornings that I did not drink this. It yeah, might be placebo or it could actually be the smoothie that worked. Either way, it worked for me. Yeah, Great. amazing. Um, so that that I could really recommend. And then, yeah, the further along you get in the pregnancy, just have a good pregnancy pillow. Yes. Tell you, that you have to sleep on your left hand side and uh, trying to do that. Uh, yeah, it's good to have one of these pillows. <laughs> Amazing. Brilliant. Um, thank you so much for coming on, Maria. Thanks, I think Maria. I just, I just got this vision of you when you were, like, strutting towards your your plane, and it's, like, sort of, like, Top Gun, Tom Cruise, <laughs> Val Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, isn't it? Tell me that's it. With the baby on the hip. Yes. <laughs> that's exactly it. Yes, I knew it was. Um, okay, amazing to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. We haven't done this for a while. We've had all of our products like building up inside us, but obviously Maria's done her own products. So we were like, well, let's talk about travel. Let's talk about the essential items that we never go anywhere without when we've got the kids. Um, So I'm going to kick us off with, um, basically, it is a little scooter case for the kids so you can get them like they sell them all over the place but the one that I really love is on Kiddily and it's a zinc flight midi scooter case it's basically um an actual suitcase for the kids but it's got like an extendable handlebars and then they can scoot around the airport on it so it's like fun and you can keep all their stuff in it keeps them entertained the only issue is trying to stop kit on one but we've got (laughs) three of them and the kids absolutely love them I've I've seen so many kids with these and they I mean I'd quite like one myself Oh my god, yes. yes. Yeah. Um, another one. So it's so difficult, isn't it, when you've got all your products to pack, all your makeup, all that kind of stuff, and then you've got to take separate products for the kids. Um, but Child's Farm, which is a brand that we both really like, do a yeah. little essentials kit. So it's got everything in your need, but just in a smaller amount. So even if you're not going on the plane, they're just really, really handy to throw in your bag. Yeah, because how irritating is it when you're trying to pack all your toiletries? I find it irritating. You're having to take like full, yeah, you know, full size things oh, for a couple of days. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, um, two brands that we really, really love um, are Frugi. So um, I get all of the kids like all in one swimsuits and stuff. You know, if, they, if, it, if it, like for example, we just went to Scotland and it was pretty cold up there, but they were yeah. all in like full length, you know, to the knee, stripy kind of like I don't know what you'd call them really. Yeah, like all-in-one swimsuits, but they do just keep them warm, but then also they have that SPF protection in them as well. So That's exactly what is, I'm trying to say, yeah. Georgia. <laughs> <laughs> if it is hot, then it, that then you're covered as well. Yeah. And another brand um, is called Regatta Outdoors. So if you are staycationing, they have so many good things on there. Like, you know, like those waterproof all-in-one suits. Sometimes they can be really expensive. But on there, at the moment, they're in the sale for like 15, 16 quid really good they also do all your camping stuff like if you're going to try camping or there's it's just a really really good website for all those sort of outdoory essentials and finally like oh we i know we kind of talk about keeping quiet but they are literally the best brand 
And if you're traveling somewhere and it's going to take you a long time to get there, all you need to do is input some of your kids' favorite items on a website. Then they send you this incredible bag in the post. Then you bring it out on the plane or in the car, wherever it is. And then they kind of, it's like an amazing surprise present for them that keeps Mm. them entertained for hours. It is brilliant. And even just as a website, keepingquiet.com is great. I found something on there called Plane Pal. So if you are going on like a long haul journey or even just a longer flight, um, it's a thing that blows up and it turns like a normal um, airline seat into a bed for your kids so they actually might be able to get to sleep. Um, Yeah, we really love that website. Yes. Amazing. Right, we're going to be back on Friday with another podcast. Um, We are going to put it up on um, Made by Mamas on our Instagram to kind of let us know what you want us to talk about. Yeah, please do. And as always, please do send us your messages at Made by Mamas or on Zoe's own channel at Zoe Hardman. And as always, we would love you to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. And if you can leave us a little review on there, um, that would be absolutely wonderful. And we will see you on Friday. See you then. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.